0: Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, CPA and partner of the accounting firm of Holthouse, Carlin & Van Trite, and community leader Blake Christian as we continue our 20th anniversary year. Closed captioning provided by SCAN Health Plan.
1: still the home
0: Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is Blake Christian, who is a tax partner of the accounting firm of Holthouse, Carlin, and Van Trite. And Blake, welcome to our show.
2: Glad to be here.
0: Uh, Blake is also a distinguished community leader, and we have a lot to talk about, but we want to focus initially on uh, economic matters. Uh, by the way your firm is a is a major firm the largest firm uh, headqu- accounting firm headquartered in Southern California and uh, one area of your specialty you're a tax partner of the firm one area of your specialty is enterprise zones so tell us a little bit about what those are
2: right the enterprise zone program is a California tax incentive program that's been around for 25 years but most business owners and many CPAs are not familiar with uh, how valuable this program is and so there's really three major components to it there's a hiring credit that can offer up to thirteen thousand dollars of credit to the employer for hiring economically disadvantaged employees uh, there is a sales and use tax credit that can give uh, business owners a a sales tax refund for any equipment that they buy for manufacturing processing R&D Pollution control and then finally there's uh, benefits for financing their business and Long Beach
0: has this enterprise zone and you were instrumental in helping get it with voluminous application some 30 years ago and I understand that the Long Beach enterprise zone geographically is the largest one in the state
2: right it's uh, 70 percent of the city is is constitutes an enterprise zone so all the downtown area the ports the airport area Uh, Pretty much everything except uh, Belmont Heights, Belmont Shore area is in an enterprise zone. And
0: so that's an incentive for businesses to come in and locate in our city, obviously.
2: Right. And it's not only an attraction vehicle, but also when somebody expands or is thinking about moving out, once they see these benefits, it's a real... uh, benefit to staying here and growing growing your base right here in Long Beach.
0: So I understand it was a 15-year period and we asked for renewal and we got it, so we have it today.
2: Right, and uh, so back in uh, in 2007, we received an extension for an additional 15 years, so uh, we still can harvest these credits for a number of years.
0: You know, you're a uh, tax accountant, and a lot of people say, oh, taxes, whatever, but this policy... That is built into the tax code, and that can have a profound impact on businesses.
2: Right, uh, you know, you don't have to move your business to Nevada because if you're if you're hiring the right people and making the right investments, you can actually, in some cases, eliminate your California tax liability. And uh, so, it's it's something that you definitely want to investigate if you're
0: operating here. I think I know the answer to this question, but what's your view of the elimination of our redevelopment agencies?
2: Well, uh, you know, before Jerry Brown took office, I had a couple of conversations with him about RDA as well as the Enterprise Zone programs. And he he used it extensively when he was mayor of Oakland, and he assured us that they would never go away. He he felt they were very, very necessary. But once he got in and saw how bad the economic situation was, he uh, reversed his position. And so it's it's very damaging.
0: That's like uh, the old damaging. saying: "Where you stand depends on where you sit." Reference to Congress, but uh, right. now that he's governor and facing a budget crisis, he he grabbed this money from the cities and communities.
2: Right, right. It's unfortunate, and uh, it's not going to be good
0: for development. Yes, yes. Uh, what are some of the other issues that you deal with as a as a tax accountant?
2: Well, uh, again, a lot of it. Uh, we are a uh, we have clients all over the world uh, we we work on clients in Asia and Europe and uh, as as well as across the country but uh, when somebody's setting up a business they'll they'll call us and uh, they they often say well I don't know if I wanna be in California uh, I've heard Nevada or I should form it in Delaware and so we walk through these Enterprise Zone programs and all of a sudden uh, California doesn't sound so bad because we can take the highest tax rates in the country and bring them down to more moderate levels uh, like
0: other states have. And uh, creating a vibrant business community uh, seems critical to getting us out of our budget deficit situation.
2: Right. I mean, we're a consumer-oriented economy, and so if people don't have jobs, they don't have spendable cash and so people are not buying you know retail goods and things and services so you know it that's obviously a huge uh, problem with uh... getting us uh... you know back on the right track and so you know by reducing taxes Obviously, uh, I have a little bias there, but uh, that will increase <laughs> consumer spending and uh, put more cash in their
0: population. well So are you a believer in that we reduce taxes and we get more growth and it right. pays for itself? I mean, right. does that well, work or is that uh, more political rhetoric?
2: Not, well, you know, again, I have to, for full disclosure, uh, I had Art laugh. Laff- art laffer uh, was was the famous <laughs> laffer curve that some people say is a laugh but others swear by right he, he was he was one of my professors while he was in oh, this, really in the uh... second uh, reagan administration and so uh... so you're a believer yeah i am a a firm believer in supply-side economics but uh... the the full trickle down i you know i do i do think there's some issues there but no working primarily on owner-managed businesses i can assure you that When a business owner has more free cash flow, 90% of them are going to reinvest most of that into the business, create more jobs. Yeah, you're going to have a few that, you know, in their later stages, they're going to go out and they're going to buy their, you know, their third house or they're going to buy a Ferrari. But most of them are going to be investing back into the business.
0: But at some point, we need taxes to pay for government at each level. Absolutely. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Right. Okay. Right. Well, in the next segment, we want to expand the discussion. Uh, Blake is very much involved in the community in so many ways and has some strong views on the importance of business people getting involved in the community. We want to explore that with Blake when we come back. We'll be right back with more of our show after these messages.
2: in today's world everything's connected from the workplaces that support us to the homes that welcome us to the trees and wildlife habitats that remind us how important our environment is when a bird lands on a branch and in the midst of a busy day we stop to watch it makes us realize we're all in the same boat the port of long beach welcomes this world with open arms an environmental policy that's second to none and a commitment to shaping a vibrant community the port of long beach thinking outside the docks
0: We're back, continuing our conversation with Blake Christian, tax partner of Holt House Carlin, also CPA, and also very much involved in the community. He's the current uh, head of Rotary Long Beach Rotary Club, and right. just tell us your general philosophy of of business people giving back and being involved in the community.
2: Well, you know, I, I feel it's a natural. I, I've done it for most of my career, but you know, the business community is filled with with you know, very smart people with you know, great vocations that can add some value to these not-for-profits and, and some of the underprivileged. And so uh, through Rotary, you know, we have uh, a mentoring program where we work uh, very closely with uh, the high schools as well as the inter- elementary schools. We've given over 200,000 books to, um, to the elementary schools under our Rotary Reads program and uh, we give over a quarter of a million dollars a year in scholarships to Long Beach City College as well as Cal State Long Beach
0: Wow well you are the current president of Long Beach Rotary and Rotary is a 93 year old organization Rotary International and uh, as you mentioned it it helps uh, kids and also veterans I understand
2: right we we, you know definitely uh, are tied in with the veterans community. We have uh, the largest veterans community in the the country, in Southern California, and so uh, and we have a uh, some great great Rotarians that are uh, veterans, and so that's a soft spot
0: for us for sure. Yeah. Well, I know you meet Wednesdays at noon at the Queen Mary, and I've been to some of those meetings, and they're quite robust. Right.
2: Yeah, we have a good time.
0: Um, and you're also past president of the Chamber of Commerce.
2: That's correct. That's uh, correct. What was that like? Uh, you know, working with Randy Gordon, uh, you know, I, I learned uh, a tremendous amount from him, and uh, so that was very helpful, and uh, that uh, also developed relationships statewide with the, uh, the California Chamber of Commerce as well as uh, many of the legislators who I continue to work with on the Enterprise Zone and other programs. So it's, uh, it's, it's been an honor to serve in both of these
0: uh, positions uh... the thirty to forty year olds that are coming up next underneath you uh, do they see it the same way i, I would
2: i would say actually uh... the 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 gen x and the millennials uh... probably see it even more clearly than my generation uh... they their level of community services uh... is humbling they uh... now they don't always have the financial resources that uh, some of us have but they make up for a tenfold in the hours that they they will are willing to put in and uh so it it's we, we are very well positioned in the future i think in uh, long beach
0: i as a professor here on campus and by the way we should mention that you are an alum of long beach state
2: a very proud alum i i, I credit most of my success to uh, my education
0: here. well that's that's wonderful we'd love to hear that but I take your point on that that generation Y. I, I'm not sure what age group that is, but the the younger kids get it with right. community service.
2: Absolutely, and they they want to they want to be involved. And we have a Rotaract two Rotaract clubs, one on campus, Cal State Long Beach, and then we have a community Rotaract club. And the, pound for pound, these organizations are got their fingers in everything, so they're yeah. they're great.
0: And I'd just like to again publicly thank you, you and your firm were the first underwriters for the uh, Long Beach State Distinguished Speaker Series last year. We brought Juan Juan Williams to campus and uh, Blake and his own uh, foundation and the firm stepped up and uh, were major underwriter of that wonderful event. Well, we'll we'll be doing
2: it again. It was a great experience and uh, Juan was uh, wonderful.
0: Juan was wonderful, yes. Yes. And, And now, you know, when you see someone on television who you met in person you feel an additional personal connection, and uh, 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 so it, it was a great honor to, uh, to meet with him. Uh, well, at a time of, uh, of budgetary difficulties that we're going through now, uh, there is some light on the horizon uh, with this younger generation, and I know it's tough for them to get jobs right now as they graduate, but, uh, but they've learned the importance of, of community involvement. Absolutely. So uh, uh, we want to uh, uh, get up close and personal in the next segment with Blake and uh, talk about some special things. You won't want to miss it. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: Phil Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world.
0: We are back continuing our conversation uh, with Blake Christian, partner of Holt House Carlin. Firm has 250 employees, $65 million in revenue, uh, fastest-going CPA firm in, in this area. Uh, congratulations. Well, thank you. Uh, and with an office right here in Long Beach. Correct. Uh, you were mentioning be, during the break that you shared a cubicle with Phil Holt house one of the name partners uh, cubicle sounds so confining uh, is it tough work starting uh, in a big accounting firm
2: uh, you know the we started with the back then it was the big eight now it's the big four firms and so they they always treated the employees pretty well they uh, they worked us hard but fed us well kind of and like uh, the big law firms, right you get right. paid
0: well but they they take their pound of flesh
2: yeah absolutely but uh, yeah we we shared a cubicle together stayed in touch and uh, ended up you know, putting the firm together 20 years ago now.
0: Well, as I mentioned earlier, you're an alum of Long Beach State, and it's great to see, uh, and there was a good accounting program, a good business school when you went through it.
2: Absolutely, and we uh, hire a lot of people out of the accounting program here. That's
0: wonderful. Well, uh, in an article I read about you, you said uh, one of your mentors or your mentor was uh, someone who who I know well, Skip Kiesel and, and his law firm, and... Just tell us a little bit about Skip and why you mentioned him in that context.
2: When uh, I, I had started in the L.A. office of KPMG and then uh, came down here and we opened an office in Long Beach, uh, not too far from Kiesel, Young, and Logan. And uh, so we developed a, a real good relationship about 30 years ago. And uh, so from that point forward, uh, Skip has always you know, been very gracious, very helpful to our firm, as well as his partners. And uh, but I just have learned so much. Uh, you know, business ethics and how to treat clients and client service, and also the more importantly, maybe, is the community service aspects yeah. of being in business in Long Beach. And uh, I, I just wouldn't want to work anywhere else.
0: Skip's law firm, Kesley Young and Logan. Uh, really does business the old-fashioned way as a law firm and everyone is treated within the firm with respect starting with the receptionist and the assistants and everybody and uh, uh, it's really sadly it's almost a relic of how things were in the past. Right,
2: right and, and he really drives home the fact that you know it's so important that the type of person you don't hire a resume you hire you know, a personality and somebody with the right business ethics. And on the client side, too, you know, you have to be, you know, he always says that you're judged not by the clients that you accept, but the clients that you don't bring on board. Really? Yes.
0: Really? Yeah. And although attorneys, and as an attorney I know this, have a duty to faithfully represent the interests of their client, you don't have to take a given client. That's correct. And, uh, well, that's a whole nother discussion. But but let's speak for a moment about the importance of ethics. Uh, I teach ethics as well as law. Uh, Every accredited business school in America now is required to teach ethics as part of the undergraduate and graduate program. I don't know whether that was there when you were here or not. I think it was just kicking in in the 80s when there were the abuses, the Michael Milken and those things, and the powers that be decided, well, maybe we're not teaching enough ethics in the business schools if if some business people are doing these bad things but uh so we try and uh and hopefully have some impact but ultimately it goes to the character of the person themselves does it not as to how they behave it
2: does and it's you know and and it's it's just the you know really giving people the case studies and because it's uh the lines are very blurred you know when when you're in the middle of uh of a transaction or a client relationship people you know uh, if you haven't heard of the fact patterns in the past sometimes it's hard for an inexperienced person to really you know decide what is right and yeah. and ha- half the battle is making sure that they raise the issue yes. take it upstream and obviously that ethics
0: is at the table as a right. point of discussion
2: right and you're doing great work here with the UCLA Center and uh, so it's a great model and uh, I think Long Beach you know, has a very, very highly ethical business uh, setting and, and uh, business people here. So,
0: well, I firmly believe that that ethics starts at the top, and the head of any organization sets the ethical tone. It, it's reflected in the hires below him or her and going downward, and most importantly, the behavior uh, uh, of the of the, of the of the head of the firm. And uh, uh, you can have a great ethics code of conduct, Uh, the Enron Code of Conduct, read beautifully on the wall, but they weren't walking the walk. And uh, someone told me, and you might want to comment on this, that the two key indicators of the values of a firm is who they hire and why, and who they fire and why.
2: Absolutely, and that you know again you can make that case for both the employee base as well as the client base and you know if you have a client that has some ethical challenges you're not going to get rid of a client because they fall on hard times but you should get rid of a client that has some ethical challenges and you know in money and greed can take and I've seen it uh, you can take a a very law-abiding, highly ethical person, and when they fall on tough economic times, and I think we've seen this through the, you know, the credit meltdown, uh, you will see people do some some things that they wouldn't ordinarily do. And uh, as a CPA, we're kind of the front line on on many of those issues where somebody will come to us and ask us questions, and we, you know, we do have to set them straight sometimes. That, that You know, you may be able to, you know, not be breaking the law, but there's an ethical issue there, and we we can't participate in that.
0: And so in appropriate cases, if they're not willing to follow that advice, you you sever your relationship with that client. Right. Absolutely. Amen to that. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, We'll be back with the rest of the show after these messages. (laughs)
1: Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store, plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember, Polly's.
0: more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company.
1: Victory or not, Naples
0: Rib Company,
2: great game plan.
0: We're back. We're talking about ethics. Blake, would you, would you agree that uh, there are really two questions to ask in, in facing a, a decision? One, is it legal, obviously. Right. But that's not enough. You also have to ask and answer the question, is it ethical?
2: Absolutely. And, and a lot of people will just stop at the, is it legal? And, and you get not, into trouble. Yep.
0: I mean, the goal in life is not to conform your behavior to the minimal requirements of the criminal law. You have to go above that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And people do get into trouble. And as you were mentioning, uh, maybe there's a little violation, a small bite, and that works, and then a bigger bite, and the bigger bite, and eventually you're in no man's land.
2: Right. Right, and, and even, it, you know, we were talking about the not-for-profit world, and unfortunately, you know, some of the checks and balances in that uh, sector are not as tight, and you're very trusting. You have volunteers and yes. uh, embezzlements and improprieties can happen just as often in that as it can in the yeah. business world. So you have to kind of be on your guard in all sectors.
0: Well, thank you for joining us here on Straight Talk. Thank you for all you do for the community on an ongoing basis it really makes a difference
2: well it's, it's an honor to work uh, in this community and uh, you have so many people uh... giving back and uh, i can just hope that the next generation keeps keeps it up and uh, they haven't disappointed so far they're really uh... very very encouraging uh... in the uh... in the community service aspects
0: amen to that thank you at home for joining us please be with us next week For the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24 7 at StraightTalkTV.com.